pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. Welcome back, everyone, to This Week in the NFL, Week 3 Edition. I am John Dodera. I am joined with Carlin Jacob. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing splendid today. Do you want to see what I did? Wait, can you see me? Yeah. Do you want to see what I did at work today? What'd you do? Oh God! You cut yourself. Yeah. Um. So my coworker and I were working. He told me to hold down a box, and I did. And the joke kicked back on itself, and it. Um. So I literally looked at my hand, and I was like, "Well, my hand's like all red," and I was like, "Oh boy." So like now I get to deal with the cut for like the next couple weeks, and it's not going to be fun. I wonder though that this might be a scar because it's little. It's really deep. I have a scar on my um finger now from our fence outside so really yeah that was cutting the grass dude <laughs> i have a nice scar from falling on a track dude my hands are good day. my hands are gonna be so bad hey but not as bad as some of these wide receivers hands from this week oh man what a transition <laughs> oh well, we'll get to it um real quick one thing too uh this is for me personally uh, I plan on soon getting a new microphone. I've realized in some of the previous episodes, I've had to put disclaimers in the description saying like something sounds weird here and there. I think back in that Backyard Brawl episode, Lance and I did, my mic was like making some weird noise during the second half. So I at least plan on getting a new microphone soon. So just something y'all can know. But yeah, I me too. Because I think we've got yeah. new ones. Yeah, we're we've been doing this for a while. I think it's time that we upgrade sooner than later. So these mics did well for us. So we respect them. But anyway, enough with all that. Let's get into week three of the NFL season. Now, one other thing I will say is we will not be talking about the Steelers Raiders game as well as the two Monday night football games because we've made two separate episodes for those three games so if you want to hear our thoughts on those three games go back to our previous two episodes where we go very in depth into each game so make sure to listen to those but let's get started with this slate so Thursday night football last week was between the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I think you and I both picked the 49ers for this. Yeah, yeah. Did you pick the Giants? No. <laughs> no way. Even if I did before this season, which I don't even think I considered it, because we all knew the Niners were going to win this year. Uh, win this game, at least. I don't know if they're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, which will be a whole different topic another day. We're only three weeks into the NFL, so let's calm down here. But... No, yeah. Niners absolutely kicked the crap out of the Giants. And also what's interesting about this game, and that's going to be my only interesting time, I'm going to say that, is that the Giants 
played half decent. They didn't play great, but compared to that Dallas massacre on week one that they got, this wasn't as bad compared to that. Um, which proves the Niners have a little bit of weakness, especially against the Rams. The Rams showed it. So, but uh, easy win for the Niners. Uh, their schedule is going to get harder and harder as the year goes on, which is good because you played obviously the Steelers, which should have been a close game, but we all know how that went. Then you played the Rams, and now you played the Giants. So, yeah, Niners pull away a massive dub on Thursday night football in Santa Clara. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I forgot to ask you. Uh, what was your record last week for predictions? Do you have my record? Do. do you have? I only record. I only do mine for NFL. Uh, I can't even remember. Let me think about this. Hold on. I'll tell you, but I give you say, your thoughts. Give I can say, yeah. I'll give my thoughts. First off, I'll say I went eleven and five uh, last week. So my personal record is thirty and eighteen. You're talking week. So. You're talking week three right not week two yeah okay. week three yeah yeah no uh i'm you know you can do your thing okay uh as we go through the games maybe you'll remember who you picked but uh giants 49ers this game wasn't really that close it kind of stayed close a little bit uh after the first half it was 17 to 6 so that's honestly pretty decent for the Giants, who, like Carlin said, the first two games, I mean, were pretty pathetic for the Giants. I'm not going to lie. Daniel Jones had a decent game. Uh, he threw a pick that was sacked twice, only threw for 137 yards. They were missing Saquon Barkley, and I think that showed because their leading rusher was Matt Breida with four carries, 17 rushing yards, and one rushing touchdown. They had no run game at all. It's pretty sad to see, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Um, even Daniel Jones wasn't involved in the running game. And the one thing with the Giants, this is the issue I've had with the Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll get to them later, but the Giants don't have a wide receiver one. Excluding J Darren Waller, who Darren Waller didn't even do much anyway. Uh, the Giants don't have a wide receiver one. They have a lot of wide receiver twos and threes on their team. Like, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Wondell Robinson, uh, Isaiah Hodgins. These guys aren't wide receiver ones on your team. So they really got to figure that out. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's kind of the same issue with the Chiefs, but at least the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Um, their defense didn't even do that much anyway. They, they did do good enough to stop the 49ers. And Brock Purdy had a good game, 25-37, 3-10. Uh, passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Uh, McCaffrey got his work. Elijah Mitchell got some work too. Debo Samuel stepped up as well. No Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he should be back next week. Uh, Debo and George Kittle really stepped up. George Kittle finally, my fantasy tight end. Uh, man, I'm trying to get rid of him. Uh, I want to get rid of Darren Waller. Well, the 49ers dude. played well. Uh, Waller. Don't even get me started with him. I feel, I'm sorry, Carlin. Well, Darren Wall. Hey, no, you know what? I got Sam Laporta. That's true. We'll get to that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You and I both have Sam Laporta as our backup tight ends. Probably gonna um, be our starters next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, besides that, though, final thoughts on this game. Uh, 
Giants really, if they want to be a playoff team, they they got to start being more competitive. Because at least you look at the Rams and they were competitive against the 49ers. Like the Rams proven that they can go toe-to-toe with some of the top teams. They might lose them, but they can still compete. The Giants have not proven that they can compete with top NFL teams. Every time they play a top team, they get destroyed. But then when they beat some mediocre team, then they're praised and all that. Like that was my issue with them last season was they couldn't win any games or even be competitive against top teams. So yeah. the Giants really got to improve, in my opinion. I went ten and six last week. Um, and also I want to talk about something real quick. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, right? Is he the guy in your opinion? Because he didn't look as good this week. Granted, you have to think this way. This is his rookie season, right? He played how many games last year? Half of them were playoff games. He had two playoff games where he only really played. Yeah, he only played two playoff games and the one he got hurt. So we never know how that would have gone down. But he threw some really bad passes that have been ever shadowed. Like the tech, uh, NFL made a TikTok and we all about this where George Kittle like jumped up in the air and swatted the ball down. I like did the little sword thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Play good job by George Kittle. He should have tried to catch it honestly, but I get it in the moment. Why not? Um, but that was going to be an interception, <laughs> a bad interception. So you have to think is Brock pretty a guy or is he so like, in his rookie year, kind of like Kenny, I would say, because Kenny didn't get majority of the starts last year until the Jets, and then they're like, okay, yeah, uh, Kenny's going to play now. Um, and also, Kenny is Matt Canada, so that's a whole different story. But <laughs> do you think Brock Purdy will be their guy, or do you think he's going to kind of be like another Jimmy G? Honestly, I mean, this is why you and I, in previous episodes, we've talked about the 49ers quarterback situation, how they've handled it with Trey Lance and stuff like that. Um, aside from the Steeler game, because Brock Purdy played very well in the Steeler game, he has shown some inaccuracies. Um, but I, I really don't feel like Brock Purdy's ceiling is that big, like in terms of ability. Like, I don't see Brock Purdy as ever becoming an elite quarterback. Yeah, I view him best as just being somebody who can work Kyle Shanahan's system very well. And that could win the 49ers a Super Bowl. Like Brock Purdy working the Shanahan system, I think that can be successful, but I don't see Brock Purdy himself ever becoming like a top five quarterback. I will someday. I will say though if Brock Purdy wins and you know this, I've said this time and time again. You've said I'm that, buying yes. I'm buying a Brock Purdy jersey. And I think it it will be history making that a Mr. Irrelevant won a Super Bowl. And I think he will most likely win a Super Bowl with the Niners and the team he has around him. But I don't think he was the Trey Lance that they should have kept. Yeah. So I respect it. Love Brock Party, but hey. Mid is mid. I'm not calling it. Yeah. He's not <laughs> mid, but you get my point. But the Falcons were two and zero. The Lions were one and one, beating Kansas City and then barely losing to Seattle in overtime. Falcons go into Ford Field, and Lions get stuff done, twenty to six. 
being up Atlanta. Sam Laporta had a 22-point game in fantasy. He did great. Darren Waller only did five. Thanks, Darren Waller. <laughs> but, yeah, this Falcons team, I guess they really couldn't get the run going. That's good. Only scoring six points. I mean, a hard part with the Falcons is you don't really have any true wide receiver one. Like, you have Drake London and Cordell Patterson. But Desmond Ritter is their quarterback. They're more relying on the running game with uh, Bijan. And Bijan's a beast. It's been proven. But Bijan's probably going to be a beast for six, seven years until he gets older. And then you get another uh, running back who's younger and quicker. Just because when you get older, you get slower. It's proven. Um, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Exactly, Zeke. <laughs> so the Falcons got at least till 2030 with him, I would say. Um, even if, if that's what, if he wants to stay in Atlanta, because if Atlanta's not producing as well, I wouldn't want to stay in Atlanta, but anyways, Jared Goff and the Lions finally get back on track going two and one Dan Campbell proven that he will win the NFC North this year. John, what are your thoughts? Falcons lions. Um, Oh wait, I, like you said, I picked the uh, lions by the way. You picked the lions. I also picked the lions. So, um, you mentioned a good point at the beginning. The Falcons couldn't get the running game going, and the running game has essentially been the the Falcons' strong suit. They've been able to win the first two games by running it very well with Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. I swear I'm just talking about WVU right now because that's all I say about the WVU football team is running the football. But uh, yeah, they. They struggled this game, and props to the Detroit Lions defense. I really think the Lions defense won them this game. Desmond Ritter was sacked seven times this game, which is not good for that O-line. The O-line for the Falcons has always been good in the run game. Passing game, we just kind of saw how they can struggle. But Bijan couldn't get going. Tyler Algier couldn't get going. Surprisingly, Kyle Pitts actually had five catches. Now, they have the receiving talent, in my opinion. They're not a team where I view it as the Giants, where they have a bunch of wide receiver twos and stuff like that. They have Drake London, who's a first-round wide receiver. Drake London was picked before guys like Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Just remember that. Drake London, uh, first-round wide receiver. Kyle Pitts was the fourth overall pick a couple years ago. And... While they've been drafting guys like Kyle Pitts and Drake London, they continually just decide to dedicate their offense to the run game and the run game only. And it kind of sucks to see, honestly. I'd rather see Kyle Pitts and Drake London on another team because I feel like they're just getting wasted, in my opinion. And Desmond Ritter... At most, he's just shown that he can be a game manager. I mean, it's only his second season, too. So you can't just say he's a bust after year two. I always like giving quarterbacks three years. So we'll get into another third-year quarterback later. Actually, two. Um, But they couldn't get the run game going, so then they struggled in the passing game. They really did. And they couldn't get Drake London involved. But once you stop that running game of Atlanta, I think they're really screwed. I'm not going to lie. And their defense couldn't win them the game. Detroit, uh, Jared Goff continues to be very good, in my opinion. Very solid quarterback. He even had his first rushing touchdown for the Detroit Lions. So a little shout out there. 
Amadora St. Brown, my fantasy wide receiver. Sam Laporta has arrived in Thursday's episode. He will be at the top of the stud list for tight ends. So, a little sneak peek there. But I've always loved this Detroit offense. I think they have a lot of talent. Jameer Gibbs had a great game despite not having many fantasy points. Still had a a great rushing game. Uh, But the defense, man. The defense was just great. Aiden Hutchinson, two sacks. A lot of other players had a sack, too. And just a good win by the Lions. I really like this team. They nearly beat Seattle. Now, obviously, losing C.J. Gardner-Johnson in Week 2 will hurt their secondary in the long run. But I like the Lions team. They play Green Bay next week, Thursday Night Football. I'm curious to see who you pick for that game. But, yeah, I like this Detroit Lions team. But the Falcons, I think their weaknesses have been shown. Yeah. That's what I got to say. It really, really has. All right. <clears throat> Big game. Someone was going 0-3. Chargers and Vikings. Chargers 28, Vikings 24. Um, Chargers finally get their win. Justin Herbert balled out 44-47, 405 yards, three touchdowns. Kirk kind of balled out too, 32 for 50, 367 yards, three touchdowns, but he threw a pick. Uh, Joshua Kelly did horrible. For the Chargers rushing oh my game. God. 11 carries and 12 yards, dude. Makes you really oh miss Eckler, God. doesn't it? But Alexander Madison, he did way better. 20 carries for 93 yards. I like to see that. Keenan Allen had a great game. He had like 40-something points for fantasy. 18 receptions for 215 yards. Didn't even catch a touchdown. Imagine he got two touchdowns in that many yardage. Insane. He threw for a touchdown. He did throw yeah. for a touchdown. Does that get you fantasy points? I'm assuming it does. It gives you... It gives you four fantasy points because that's what a quarterback gets per touchdown. Thank you. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. Justin Jefferson, seven receptions, 149 yards, one touchdown. Um, And the only other touchdown that on top of my head for the Vikings uh, was Jordan Addison. I'm sure there's other ones, but fantasy, that's how I know. But the Chargers finally sneak away with a win. Um, And I will say, though, these two teams are probably the best O and three one and two teams. Here's why. Yeah. Let's start with the Chargers. Week one, you have a dog fight with Miami Dolphins, who just dropped 70 on the Denver Broncos. We're getting there. But you lose it. Then you go to Tennessee. You lose in Tennessee, weirdly. And then Tennessee can't do crap this week. <laughs> week one it's insane but you lose and then you obviously go to minnesota and win brandon stanley what are you doing all right minnesota they're the worst they're the best oh and three team here's why think about it this way you barely lose to the bucks you barely lose to the eagles and you barely lose to the chargers The only reason they're losing is because of that defense. And you said it. They will not probably make the playoffs this year because of that defense. That defense cannot help them for crap. You lose to Baker Mayfield, which Baker Mayfield's having a comeback player of the year season. Um, Who's going to win comeback player of the year? Who do I think? Yeah. Um... 
I was going to say DeMar Hamlin, but he's been inactive for the past three weeks. So, uh, oh, that's actually tough now because my first bet would be DeMar Hamlin. Um, oh, I say Baker tough. Mayfield. Just based on right now. Yeah, a, right. Well, we remember this past week was pretty average for him. It was. He'd have, Baker, Baker would have to make the playoffs, I would say. With the Bucks, or at least go over five hundred. Yeah, and like be very good for the rest of the season. But anyways, uh, yeah, this Vikings team: Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, Kirk Cousins. Which Kirk Cousins proves that he is a great quarterback. He is a fantastic quarterback. He's not like the league MVP type of quarterback, but he's like better than Jimmy G. I would say better than your average quarterback. He has a great deep ball. But this team hasn't won yet, and Minnesota Vikings may not make the playoffs. I can't. Zero and two is like very rare, but zero and three. I mean, granted, you play the Panthers next week, then you have to go. The Chiefs come to town, which you know, honestly, I feel like the Vikings will keep up with the Chiefs, and then you obviously had the Bears, the Niners, the Packers. But the end of their schedule gets easier for them after the Niners and the Chiefs. But man, this Vikings team. It sucks. I love uh, O'Connell. I think he's a great coach. But, yeah, Minnesota, I picked y'all. I'm sorry. Y'all lost. But Chargers pull out a massive win in Minnesota. Finally going one and two. John, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I did pick Minnesota to win this game, and I was wrong. Oh, you picked but Minnesota. I'll keep my thoughts a bit quick for this one. Uh, I didn't know you picked Minnesota. I did, yeah. Um, well, okay. Here's the thing. I've had many issues with the Chargers, too. But, um, yeah, Kirk Cousins, honestly, right now, I would say he's a top 10 quarterback at the moment right now. I think Kirk Cousins is top 10 the way he's performing. Uh, he leads the league in passing yards right now. And he's been very solid, and he is not the reason why they've lost games. He's, he was sacked four times this game. The O-line for the Vikings has been atrocious, I would say. It's been atrocious. They finally got Madison going a little bit, though he nearly fumbled again. Uh, Jefferson continues to be great. Hawkinson, Addison, Osborne, great receiving core in general. Like The offensive weapons in Kirk are not the problem with this team. On offense, it's only the O-line. And the defense is very below average. I mean, yes, they have Flores, but when you are that short on talent, like, it's going to show. Because aside from Daniil Hunter, Harrison Smith, and Byron Murphy Jr., the rest of them are not that good, in my opinion. Vikings fan, you could talk with me. But the Vikings defense is just not very good on paper. They're just going to keep selling games. That's really the only thing. Uh, on the Chargers side, Josh Kelly, I'll save my rant for you on Thursday's episode since you are fantasy related. Uh, Keenan Allen did great. A lot of people wrote Keenan Allen off. I never did. That's why I told you to draft him because he ended last season very good and very consistent. So it's very nice to see him doing as well as he did. 18 catches, that's crazy, though. Uh, the story, though, for the Chargers is going to be Mike Williams is out for the season with a torn ACL. 
So Josh Palmer is going to have to step up. And also, first-round pick Quinn Johnston is going to have to step up. So I honestly feel like this is why they drafted him, is because how injury-prone guys like Mike Williams have been for the Chargers. So they have a chance to make up for his production with Quinn Johnston. So we will see. The defense has to improve still a bit, but they did do better, I would say. Against a very good Vikings offense, they did better. Uh, They got four sacks. Joey Bosa had one. Morgan Fox had one. Two other guys had one as well. And the interception came from Kenneth Murray Jr., their linebacker. So the Chargers need this win, but last thing I'll say with the Vikings, I had them going 7-10, and and you questioned me when I said that. So back when we did that episode, you questioned my 7-10. and We had the Bears winning how many games? Not many. I had the Bears actually... God, I might have... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, but I was right about the Vikings. I was right about the Vikings. I still think they're a 7-10 team. Um, Um, Actually, I'm going to see. I'm going to see what I did. You know who I think is a 7-10 team? Who? Packers. The Packers. No. Yeah, the Packers. Listen. I can't even see what a good... Saints go into Lambeau. Was winning the game. Basically had the game sealed. And then Green Bay was like, hold my drink. Scored 18 points in the fourth quarter. But the Saints also lost Derek Carr. So Derek Carr, 13 for 18, 103 yards, 1 TD. Uh, Kendra Miller, 9 carries, 34 yards. Chris Olave, 8 receptions, 104 yards. Jordan Love went 22 for 44, 259 yards, 1 TD, 1 interception. Uh, Jordan Love was the top rushing, apparently. There's no way that's true. There's he was. No. Wow. A.J. Dillon, another spot on the bust list for yeah, Thursday. by six yards. Jordan Love, nine carries, 30-something yards. And then uh, Romo Dobbs, five receptions. Romeo Dobbs. That's what I thought. Five receptions, 73 yards, one TD. Yeah, that Packers team rallied back to win that game. Saints kind of blew it. Then again, you lose Derek Carr. So if you never lost Derek Carr, what of what this game would have been? Will the Saints actually pull out it or not? But if the Saints can beat the Packers, anyone can beat the Packers. Let's be honest. I don't think they prove themselves yet. You beat the Bears, right? And you beat the Derek Carr-less Saints. You lost to the Falcons. Granted, but you don't have... um, What's his name? Alexander. Jair Alexander. Well, yeah, you lost him. They, he's hurt, right? So he's yeah, hurt. He's the hurt. running back's hurt. I can't think of his name. But Aaron, Jones. Aaron Jones is hurt. You don't have uh, Chris Watson. Yeah. Um. So you're hurting on the team. But I, I don't like this team that much to go 9-8 and eight to the playoffs like you had them. I really don't think they'll make it. I think they'll fall short after the couple weeks, but they haven't really played anyone like, whoa, like I was blown away from this game. Like I truly think the Steelers could beat them. Not saying that because I'm biased, but saying that because we have a great defense apparently now. Our defense decided to play good this year, except when it comes to Devontae Adams and 44 freaking fantasy points, but. Yeah, anyway, Saints Packers, what's your thoughts? Um 
I still think this team is a nine and eight team, the Packers. Um, like we said, they're missing some key players right now: Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, Jair Alexander. But this Saints defense is one of the best in the league. I'm not gonna lie. I will say one thing first: the Saints only lost this game because their rookie kicker, uh, Blake Grube, missed a game-winning field goal. Uh, it wasn't at the very end of the game, but it was like in the fourth, I believe. It was like a forty-something yarder. And he missed it. So a big reason why the Saints lost. But also, like you said, Carlin, uh, Derek Carr went down. But I do think Jameis Winston is one of the better backups in the league. I don't think Jameis Winston is much of a downgrade to Derek Carr. I'm not going to lie. Um, and honestly, when you look at their stats, they're very similar. Except Derek Carr threw a touchdown. But they will get Alvin Kamara back, the Saints. Uh, next week, Chris Olave is having a great season. Michael Thomas is a good wide receiver too, and he's actually been healthy. Yeah, the this is games. the longest he's played in a long time. Oh yeah, very surprising. But I think the Saints can rebound. They play the Buccaneers. That's gonna be a fun one to predict. Honestly, um, I'll save my pick for that. I picked the Saints winning this game. I was wrong. The Packers did, but I, I picked the Saints right. too. Yeah, and honestly, the Saints should have won this game, but they kind of blew it in the end. But Jordan Love is having a solid start. Not a spectacular start, I would say. This is what I expected of Jordan Love anyway. I thought he would be not a superstar, but not bad. I think he'd be right in the middle, show some flashes here and there. So some ba- He'll show some bad mistakes, like he does. He had the bad interception, but I think he's showing enough right now. He had two touchdowns this game. And I think once he gets some of his weapons back, I think he might continue to have a good season. Now, I don't think they're that great of a team, but they have talent on defense. So I do think they are a 9-8 and eight team, but I do think the Packers are very beatable at the same time. So they play the Lions. That's going to be a very fun game, in my opinion, Thursday Night Football. Uh, I wish we could do a reaction to that one, but we probably won't be able to. But... Yeah, Packers are two and one. Good for them, and I I'm kind of confident in their playoff hopes. I would say. Uh, what what John just said about uh, doing reactions to things. Yeah, it's most likely that reactions are basically going to be done. But like, if there's a massive primetime game on, or like a Steeler game, or like you know the one o'clock America's game, and something huge happens in the game and we're both free, there probably will be a reaction to it. Just to put that out there, uh, we're not going to say, oh, there's going to be a reaction to like the Thursday night game. Like, let's say the Packers won 6-3. to three. Well, John, who had the best kicking of the night? <laughs> they both missed a total of 10 field goals combined. But, hey, those two that the Packers made, wow, those were great field goals. Um, So stay tuned for any uh, you kn- unannounced episodes. Like you that. know... You know what I want to do a reaction video for? Oh, boy. Uh, the Bears versus Broncos. Oh. Well, <laughs> oh, my. I can't do this. Here. I, I want to do this transition. Let's talk about the Broncos Dolphins. Let's skip the other game real quick. Let's talk about this Broncos Dolphins because what oh. the hell happened? How would you lose 70 oh. to 20? Y'all, listen. Miami. I think John and I can say confidently combined together 
that Miami is looking like a Super Bowl team right now that will go to the playoffs and could possibly win the Super Bowl. I have nothing else to say about Miami. Great coaching by Mike McDaniel, too, played great. Both Browning backs played great. Even the backup, Tyreek Hill, no Jalen Waddle. Just a crazy game for Miami. I think that's all I have to say for Miami. That's my all you have to say for Miami. I thought Sean Payne was supposed to be your savior, Denver. I thought Sean Payne would come down running. No, he wouldn't come down. He would come running up that mountain with his Super Bowl trophy from when he played with uh, Coach the Saints saying, I'll get you one of these, Russ, in Denver. I know it's been a while, but I'll get you one of these. <laughs> Bro got him a toilet bowl plunger. I swear. This team has looked absolutely horrible. So horrible. And the fact that you lose 70-20, to 20, and the fact that you scored at least two touchdowns, I think it was, and then like two field goals, and still lost they scored. by 50 points. They scored. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You lost by 50 points to Miami. And who knows? Miami might go 9-6 and six this year. We have no idea. I'm not 9-6. and 10-7. Uh, um... Point is, though, is that Broncos team looked horrible. Absolutely horrible. And John's right. Next week, you probably have the worst game of NFL all this year. <laughs> That's, like, scheduled that we're aware of, you know? Because yeah. there's going to be the worst game. Prime time. I, dude, it should be. I saw someone say on a TikTok or something that they should have the game at, like, 1 in the morning. Because no one would watch it. I don't think anyone wants to watch that game. I hope it is the local game. I would. If it's on Fox, I will be switching between CBS and Fox, whatever that's dealer's text. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, Carlin. I think the Bears-Broncos would be better than the Chiefs-Jets. I agree. Sunday Night Football. Because I think the Chiefs are going to curve stomp the Jets. I really do. Yeah. Um. And I think seeing the Broncos and the Dolphins on the prime, uh, not Broncos, Broncos and the Bears on prime time be awesome. Like even like make it like a Friday night special because it's in Soldier Field. Yes. And you know who's favored? Did you hear who's favored? The Broncos by two. <laughs> okay. You got curve stomps, but you're still favored. Yeah. It's insane, but John, I want to, I want to hear your thoughts about the Broncos Dolphins game. Probably just the Broncos, but yeah, um, I'm gonna save some of my compliments to the Dolphins players for the fantasy episode because four of them made the stud list. I already made the fantasy stuff already, so I'll break down some of the fan or the top Dolphins players in the fantasy episode dropping tomorrow. So listen to that, but. This Dolphins team is just very good. I do think, non-fantasy related, I think right now, Tua would be my vote for MVP right now. If I had to pick an MVP, I would pick Tua easily. Uh, He's just been consistent these first three games, and I've liked everything that I've seen from him. And as long as he stays healthy and he just keeps his momentum, I think Tua's going to have a fantastic season. I really think so. he, the fact that he went 23 for 26, too. Like, so accurate. He had a perfect quarterback rating, too. He had four total passing touchdowns. I mean, it was just an insane game by Tua. He kind of gets overlooked by 
uh, Raheem Mostert and Devon Achain, but and Tyreek Hill as well. But Tua is just fantastic, and I've liked what I've seen from the defense. And eventually they'll get Jalen Ramsey too. So that's something to consider. But the Broncos team. Here's the thing with the Broncos team. Last season, they had Nathaniel Hackett as the head coach. The defense for the Broncos was spectacular last season. It was one of the best defenses in the league last season. But their offense was, if not the worst offense in the league last season. Now, Sean Payne's the head coach. Now what happens? The offense is actually half decent now. Russell Wilson has not been bad these first three games. This game, 23-38-306, passing yards, one touchdown, one pick. Not bad. Much better than last season. They got Cortland Sutton involved, Jerry Judy involved. They actually have an offense. It's not terrible. So Sean Payton did improve something. But this Broncos defense is probably the worst defense in the league. Just after this game alone, I think I can say the Broncos' defense is the worst defense in the league. The fact that you give up 70 points is, I think that alone just gives you the honor of worst defense in the league. Because they have talent. They do have talent. Pat Sertan, one of the best corners in the league. Uh, It's actually, I'm just looking at their defense right now. I swear they've had other guys too. but. Man, this defense is terrible. Um, it really is. It's it's just sad. It really is. This Broncos team, honestly, they're just gonna give up so many points every game. Uh the Raiders they did bad. Who did they play week two? Week two was Oh, it was against the Commanders, and the Commanders ran all over them. And the offense had to try to win the game. But Palmary. this Broncos team is not good. Yeah, the Hail Mary that almost won it. But this Broncos team is not good. I wouldn't say they're the worst team in the league. Actually, yeah, I think the worst team in the league I would give to the their opponent next week. But, yeah, Denver Broncos, not good at all. And I don't know if Sean Payton can save them. Yeah, and we'll get to them. But, um... Let's we're gonna start moving things a little bit quicker because there's a couple less more games that no one really cares about. Or well, actually people care about. I'm your fan base. We love your fan bases. Like I know your diehard fan bases to other teams and stuff, to our listeners out there. But uh I didn't watch the Titans Browns game. Did you watch the Titan Brown game? I was watching highlights today who, of the game so I can familiarize myself. Who what game was mainly on CBS? Oh, don't ask me that. I was on Red Zone. You didn't have like a CBS game on or something? Uh, no, I just had Red Zone on him. I Saints Packers was local. I want to say Colts Ravens. So like we couldn't watch the Titans Browns game. Just Red Zone. Yeah. Uh, so we have more thoughts about Colts Ravens, but we'll get to that. Uh, but anyways, I skipped a game. Texans Jaguars. Uh, I uh, you don't want to give thoughts on Titans Browns. We'll get to Titans Browns. I skipped the game. I can get. I can give. I can give brief. Yeah. Very. Brief. Wait. Let's do Titans Browns. Give your thoughts on Titans Browns. Okay. I'll do this quick though. Um, Tannehill has not been as bad as his first week, uh, but this week was not good. And Derrick Henry had 11 carries for 20 yards. I think that says volume enough there. Um, 
and their receiving game is very mediocre, but the O-line is terrible. Uh, Tannehill was sacked five times. This Browns team, they have Kareem Hunt now, but they didn't do very good in the rushing attack. But this was easily Deshaun Watson's best game as a Brown so far. Uh, he got Amari Cooper going and some other receivers going too. So great game by Deshaun. He's going to have to carry this Browns team a little bit. And Miles Garrett, uh, not the best rusher in the league. That goes to TJ Watt. But Miles Garrett had a very good game. He had three and a half sacks this game. But then again, it was against the Titans. But Miles Garrett had a very good game. So the Browns are two and one. And they're still trying to figure out without Nick Chubb. But the Titans, I think they can be competitive with their defense at most. But the offense still has struggles. Well, even with the Titans, they kept up against the Chargers. And they beat the Chargers. But then you couldn't beat the Saints and you couldn't beat the Browns. Uh, Browns are the Browns. Um, I will always say that the Browns are the Browns. Deshaun Watson's your quarterback. I no idea how Watson did. Uh, to be honest, 27 for 33. He did a lot better this week, 289, two touchdowns. Uh, running back did horrible with six carries, 27 yards. What happened to, uh, what's his name? Kareem Hunt. What happened to him? Yeah. Or was he that yeah, bad? I mean, it, was his first, it was just his first game back. Jerome Ford was still the lead back, I would say. I think they're easing Kareem Hunt back in. But right now, Jerome Ford is RB1. Yeah, and Pierre Strong have better. But, um, yeah, the Browns pull out an easy win against the Titans, essentially. That's really about it. Browns are the Browns, though. I don't think they're going to do that great, though, especially with no Nick Chubb. Browns are the Browns. Uh, Texans-Shags, another game that we cannot watch. However, what the hell happened, Jacksonville? Y'all were supposed to be the Kings of the South this year, and one and two is not the Kings of the South. Granted, it's week three. Calm down. But you lose to CJ Stout and the Texans. And Will Anderson. Two rookies and a team that's supposed to be in and still being in a rebuild phase. To Jags team that's been dominant, went to the playoffs last year, won the wild card, almost beat Mahomes the divisional. What happened you lose 37 to 17 at home uh shout out to texans they looked really good they blocked a field goal and stuff from what i saw in red zone sitting inside a ppg paints arena um but yeah this team my oh my and you got to go to uh you're playing atlanta next week in london so anyways john texans jags thoughts um I think now we can put C.J. Stroud in Offensive Rookie of the Year conversation. Um, Yeah. I think the first week, we really weren't that big on him. We didn't mention him much. I think all the praise was going to Anthony Richardson. But C.J. Stroud is having a very good season right now. He really is. Very consistent season. Went 20 for 30, 280 passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he's just been very accurate, in my opinion. He's just been throwing good balls. Uh, Tank Dell, their rookie wide receiver, is getting involved. Five catches, 145 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown. Uh, he has a good receiving group with Dell, Nico Collins, Robert Woods, uh, John Mechie. Uh He has good weapons. Now, I do think they need to get the run game going still. I've been a little critical of Damian Pierce in the fantasy football episodes, but... They kind of got to get the running game going. 
a bit, but the I did say this uh, in last week's episode. Don't be surprised if Trevor Lawrence struggles against the Texans because he has a history of struggling against the Texans. So that continued. He had a lot of garbage time yardage. So the, his stats are a little inflated, in my opinion. Trevor Lawrence's, so I'm not even going to read them off. But they, they got to figure it out. They really do. Another dud week for Calvin Ridley. As a Trevor Lawrence owner in fantasy, and as a Calvin Ridley owner in fantasy, I've been very disappointed. They got to figure it out, the Jaguars. I mean, this offense is very good on paper. It really is. But... I mean, Trevor Lawrence wasn't even sacked this game, too. I mean, this was supposed to be the year where Trevor Lawrence would become a top-five quarterback. It really was. And honestly, from what I've seen these first three weeks, I don't think he's changed at all. I think he's still year two Trevor Lawrence, where you see some really good moments from him, some really elite moments. But you also still see the inconsistencies. I don't think he's made that leap into the elite quarterback tier. Yeah. Like top five tier that I think he should have hit by this point. But but they do have time to figure it out. They play Atlanta, which is a good chance to have a rebound game, I would say. So, I mean, it's no easy test. Atlanta's no easy test. But that is a good chance for the Jaguars to rebound and to start to get some consistency with your receivers, cough, cough, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. They should really be starting to get some consistency. I mean, they had the running game going. Travis Etienne did well, but they just got to figure out and the defense has to be better. You're going against a rookie quarterback in CJ Stroud and you made it easy for him. He was not sacked once. So, the Jaguars defense is to step up to. They really do, and Trevor Lawrence has to make that leap, I would say. Yeah. All right. Uh one more game before we take our little break. Um Bills Commanders. Bills thirty seven commanders three going in FedEx field. I don't really think there's much to say about this game. Josh Allen uh has proved that he is actually still a great player. Twenty for thirty two, one touchdown, one interception, two eighteen yards. The one interception didn't really help him, but James Cook, cooked as always, 15 carries, 98 yards. Diggs, 8 receptions, 111 yards. Commander side of the ball, Sam Howell, 19 for 29, 170 yards. Four interceptions. Four interceptions. Ryan Robinson, 10 carries, 70 yards. Curtis Samuel, two receptions, 54 yards. Yeah, this commander's team... uh, Jordan said it, and I thousand percent agree with him. They were the worst two and O team. Facts. So, and that proved it. Uh, the Bills showed that they are still a good football team, and probably most likely will be neck to neck with the Dolphins every week for the East until they play one another. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Bills Commanders. John, your thoughts? Uh one thing to mention, Jordan, uh, as we go to the break soon, Jordan will not be coming on on the second half Man. like he did last week. No, but no. he will He will be potentially available in our next two episodes dropping this week. So you might hear from him very soon. Uh, you, Jordan. We always love having we love having Jordan and, and on Dan. the podcast. And Dan, too. Dan, we are 
when Dan comes, I'm gonna be so happy when he comes back. Dude, there's gonna be a hype video on TikTok. Like Oh it will Guess be. who's back? Back again. Cool. We'll get it one day. But one thing too, for all you school kids, school comes first. So that was always one thing. Yeah, right. But... <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, uh I'm talking Bills Commanders here. Okay. Um Hey, the Bills scolded the crap game. out of the Commanders, just say. Yeah. Uh Sam Howell had a terrible game. Four picks. Uh this he was sacked nine times this game. <sighs> my gosh. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I just realized that he was sacked nine times. I mean, this was a game he would want to forget. Um, he's still a, a developing guy, second year. Really, this is his first year as a starter. He only played one game last season, so he's gonna have rough, rough moments. He hasn't been that bad for me for a while, but this was his first big test, and he did not deliver. But he will have chances to rebound. Uh, Terrell Bernard had two sacks. Leonard Floyd had two sacks for the Bills, and a lot of other guys had sacks too. So. Yeah, nine sacks. Not good. This Bills team, after that bad loss, the Jets are starting to come back into form with two back-to-back dominating wins. But the Bills play the Dolphins this upcoming week. This should have been the primetime. Is it a primetime? No, it's not a primetime game. No, it's not. You can't. Which is very sad. You can't slot games until after uh, week seven or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, this would have been a great primetime game. It's probably going to be game of the week, Bills versus Dolphins. But Josh Allen is starting to come back in the form. Uh, they finally are investing in a running game. That was their biggest flaw for a while. They finally have James Cook running the ball. He's my fantasy RB2. I love him. But yeah, this Bills team is coming back in the form. And the Commanders, they are 2-1 and one still. But... They just got a big taste of reality right now. So they are going to have to rebound. But coming up next, when we come back from the break, we got a lot more games to talk about, and we will give our week four predictions. So stay tuned when we come back. Welcome back after the break. We got a couple more games for you and our predictions. So let's get into it. Colts, Ravens. Colts going to Baltimore, winning 22-19 to in overtime. And Anthony Richardson did not play. Colts, Garner Minshew, 27 for 44, one touchdown. Zach Moss, uh, he mossed a lot of people in the running game. <laughs> 30 carries, 122 yards. Michael Pittman, nine receptions, 77 yards. Omar, 22 for 31, 202 yards. Uh, Lamar's also the being rusher because he's the running back on the team. 14 carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns, eight flowers, eight receptions, 48 yards. First thing people are going to talk about with this game is that DPI that was not called. But remember, Ravens didn't score in the second quarter. What happened? I couldn't watch the game. I was at a Penguin game and I had it on red zone. But what happened there? You know, like what couldn't like was there a drop pass? Was there, you know, like I said, it's not because I'm a Steeler fan. I'm thinking of it as an NFL fan in general. You have to think about what could have you have done better to not 
lose this game. You cannot say that DPI was the fault. That's why you lost that game. No, you lost this game because of something else that happened. Whether you couldn't get the ball going, a good pass, something was dropped, you know. Martin didn't throw a pick, but like a fumble, something, you know. Like I said, couldn't watch the game, don't know. But they don't ask you how you won. They ask you if you won. Colts won. So Colts move on to 2-1, Ravens 2-1. and one. I don't think Ravens are still that great. I think they're mediocre still. And I'm not saying that as a Steeler fan. I'm saying that as an NFL fan. You almost lose to the Joe Burrow crappy Bengals in week two. Um, in week one, you beat the Texans. So we'll see. I mean, you're coming to Pittsburgh not next week, but the following week. And normally it's a rough game for both teams. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but Indy barely sneaks out the win. Ravens... Play better, I guess. Play better. <laughs> All right. Especially, especially if everyone's saying like, "Oh, Lamar got his contract." You have your weapons, and yes, OBJ is hurt, but you have a thirty-year-old man who's OBJ playing. You know. <laughs> yeah. And if this is like supposed to be really good for you, losing to the Colts, not that good. But you know who did lose to the Colts last week in Week Three, last Ooh. year in Week Three, the Chiefs. You know who won the Super Bowl? Chiefs. Yep. So we'll see. We will see. But let's be yeah. honest, the Chiefs are going to repeat. Yeah. That's that's true. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not as high on the Chiefs. But um, this game, this was a game. And the Ravens are very crippled right now. They have a lot of injuries. And they are dealing with them. But... And I feel like this is always going to be the thing that hurts the Ravens is staying healthy. It happens every single season. They're missing guys on the O-line. They're missing guys on defense, missing OBJ. Lamar's doing his best right now. They had a running game going, which was very good to see. But this team just struggled. Justin Tucker is human. He missed a field goal, too. But Lamar... I guess didn't play enough. Minshew, very impressive as the backup to Anthony Richardson. He had a very good game. Zach Moss has been a revelation. Good to see him because uh, he's with Buffalo before, and he never really got to become the starter there. So I know Jonathan Taylor's going to come back week five, most likely, but it's good to see Zach Moss in his role. And Michael Pittman is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league right now. He really is. He had a great game. Big catches. Clutch catches, I should say. Uh, Josh Downs, rookie, had a very good game, too. But, uh... And the Colts' defense stepped up when it mattered most. It really did. They had four sacks this game. So, uh, Zaire Franklin had 15 total tackles and a sack. So, he was the MVP for the Colts' defense. But, the Ravens are 2-1. and one. They just gotta get healthy. That's if I had to say anything with the Ravens, they just gotta get healthy. They really do. That's a fully healthy, yeah, a fully healthy, a fully healthy Ravens team could win the division. I would yeah. say that. But if they continue to get injuries, if Lamar gets injured, then I would kiss that all goodbye. But the Colts, set. um, they're two and one. They are competing. They have competed these past couple games against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They competed. Uh, week two, they played um, the Texans, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Texans. 
They won that game, and they're competing for a potential playoff spot. And by playoff spot, I don't mean a wild card spot because I don't think they would be a wild card team. But the division, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are struggling right now. The Colts could take advantage and win the division. It's a division up for grabs right now. Uh, Real quick, who do you take? Ravens? I took the Ravens, yeah. I took the Ravens. Yeah. Same. Uh, I don't know if we said who we took for Bills Commanders. I took Bills. I'm pretty sure I took you took Bills. Bills. Yeah. Uh, Browns, Titans. I took the Titans. Did I take the... No, I think I took the Browns. No, I might have took I'm... the Titans. You might have took the Titans because I, I, I might took... have took the Titans. I took the Browns. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyways. All right. Patriots Jets. Patriots marched into MetLife and showed that why Zach Wilson is not a great quarterback. 15 to 10 Patriots won. Uh very interesting score. Uh I can't tell you the last time I saw a team score 15 points. Um doesn't happen that often. Um I'm assuming uh they got a safety at some point. Yeah, in the fourth. Yeah. So, so the only Patriots points in the fourth. Really? Safety. Yeah. Did not know that. Hey, but Patriots sneak away with the win. Zach Wilson, 18 for 36, 157 yards. Dallin Cook, eight carries, 18 yards. What the heck is happening in that Jets game? Uh, running game. We'll Ugh. get to that. Garrett Wilson, five reception, 48 yards. Uh, Mac Jones, 15 for 29, 201, one touchdown. Zeke, 16 carries, 80 yards. Laura Brown, two receptions, 771 yards, one touchdown. I think the most interesting thing to talk about is Dalvin Cook and um, Brees Hall. They're not being yeah. used right at all. What like what's going on here, dude? Because this is not how this team should play. They should be running the ball so much more. Yeah, Brees Hall, 12 carries for 18 yards. Dalvin Cook, eight carries for 18 yards. That's not good. Yeah. Um. Especially when Zach Wilson has to drop back 36 times. Yeah, I would just blame the O-line in general because Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall are extremely talented. So if both of them are the past two games as well, let's say that they did terrible against the Cowboys and they did terrible here. So with the talent that these two running backs have, I think it goes more to the O-line. But they have to get the running game going because Zach Wilson is not the answer right now. I think Zach Wilson really needed to sit a full year behind Rodgers, and he is not getting that now. But they got to get the running game going. That's the only way they can be competitive. Um, I mean, the score is close, but this game was the Patriots are leading this whole game. But they tried. I feel bad for Garrett Wilson. He is not going to be able to show his true talent on a weekly basis. But I didn't see too much of this game. I wasn't able to watch highlights. And this game wasn't shown much on Red Zone either because this game was just not interesting. This is kind of what I expected, though. Low scoring and the defense goes to work. Mac Jones had an okay game. Very clean, safe game. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had 16 carries for 80 yards. That is something I would not have expected to say. Um, he actually rushed better than Ramondre Stevenson. So that's something I did not notice until right now, too. So Ezekiel Elliott is now being contributed 
in the running game. Or he is now contributing, I should say. But, I don't know. I can't really talk too much about the Patriots. They played a very good defense in the Jets, so you kind of got results I would expect to see. The story more is with the Jets and Zach Wilson, too. Zach Wilson, back-to-back games, not good. And if you're the Jets, if you want a chance to win a Super Bowl this season, if you want a chance to win a Super Bowl, Zach Wilson will not get you that this season. That's not me saying give up on Zach Wilson, trade him away, because honestly, like I said, he should have sat a year behind Rodgers and learned from him, maybe even two years, because I think Zach has the talent in him, but he. I think lacks in the intelligence part of it in decision making and reading defenses. But they gotta get another quarterback. They really do. They did. That is not Trevor Simeon. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Carl, let me ask you, who do you think they could get that could help them win? I saw a good take, I forget who Nick Foles. So that I would say Nick Foles. You don't Nick think Foles Nick Foles is not good? If you watched him, Nick. if you watched Nick Foles against the Colts with the Colts last season, he was not good. But the Jets have a good offensive line. They have a good defense. They have, they good have running a mediocre game. offensive line. <laughs> Better than Colts. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Rob won a Super Bowl. Remember that. Granted, he had a great Eagles team with him, but. Hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Nick Foles. Would you rather have Colin Kaepernick? No. Okay. Here's here's my options. think of it that way. Okay. Here's my options. You have two options. Actually, three options. One, you keep it with Zach Wilson, and you see what happens. Maybe the running game gets better. Option two, Carson Wentz. Just yeah. because I think Carson Wentz. Whoa, whoa. whoa. You'd rather have Carson Wentz over Nick Foles? Yes. No. Yes. Oh, my God. You watched them both last season. Nick Foles was terrible. I didn't have red zone last year. Carson Wentz was mediocre, but I think Carson Wentz would do better than Zach Wilson. Who did Carson Wentz play for last year? He played for the Colts? Commanders. Commander. Nick Foles. Okay. Option three. And honestly, with the way the season is going... I would not be surprised if this happened. And this has been talked about for a bit. We might have talked about it ourselves. Um, Kirk Cousins being traded to the Jets. He could. I could see it. Um, I saw someone say they try to sign uh, Chad Henney. Oh, my God. Really? Try to get Chad Henney, and Chad Henney politely declined. They could get Jameis Winston. That wouldn't even be We bad. could send a Mitch. Yeah, we could send a Mitch. Or Mason Rudolph. I, I take Mitch over... Uh, or, actually, Joshua Dobbs. Or him. Well, he's still the starter for the Cardinals now. But let's say Kyler, work, Kyler comes back week five. I'd keep Dobbs as the backup. I would, too. Mm-hmm. But, hey, if Arizona gets a good trade-off, why not? He would be the star in the Jets over Zach Wilson, in my opinion. Yeah, we saw yeah, how there's... he played. We saw how he played this week. Yeah, honestly though, just by saying it, Jameis Winston though, if Derek Carr comes back in a reasonable time frame, 
and Jameis. Let's say Jameis does good with the Saints here. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, true. Who does? Panthers, Seahawks. Ugh. Panthers, Andy Dalton. Starting room. Dalton. Panthers go play 27-37 Seahawks win. Uh, not really much to say about this game. Uh, Andy Dalton, 34 for 58. Here in 61 yards, two TDs. Miles Sanders uh, did way better this week, except he only had 24 yards. The only thing he did better was the touchdown. That's why he got better fantasy points. The Land, 11 receptions, 145 yards, one touchdown. Geno, 26 for 36, 296, one touchdown, one interception. Walker, 18 yards, 97 18 carries, 97 yards, two TDs. Metcalf, six receptions, 112 yards. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's your typical NFL game. I don't really think there was anything much standing out. I think it just got close at one point, and then finally the uh, Seahawks were like, y'all, let's get our act together, and they started playing. That fourth quarter, uh, both teams scored a combined total of 29 points. So I think that's why this game got better. But yeah, Seattle barely stinks away with the win. John, what are your thoughts? Um, I didn't see too much of this game. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I I saw more of this game. Yeah. Um, it's not the top of my memory, but just looking at the stats, the Seahawks, after losing Week One, have won the past two games. So they are kind of back in it a bit. They're finding their groove. They should get Jamal Adams back this upcoming game, too. So that should help their secondary. Kenneth Walker is continuing his very good season. Very underrated running back right now. Uh, Two touchdowns, like you mentioned. Geno hasn't been as good as he was last season. But these past two games, I think he's been better. So I've liked Geno. And I'm really still waiting for him to get Jackson Smith and the Jigba involved. I really am. They couldn't even get Tyler Lockett involved that much. But DK, it was his game this week. But Seahawks, good win. They're 2-1. But the Panthers, they're 0-3 right now. And Uh-oh. I picked the Seahawks, too. But the Panthers are 0-3. And they, I think... Uh, they're struggling right now. I mean, their offense wasn't even bad. Their defense is struggling. I would say that. I mean, they have positives on their defense. They have Brian Burns. Um, did he even play? I'm looking for his name. Yeah, he did play. He had a sack. Um, but the, honestly, the Panthers, they are in considered a weak division. I mean, the Saints and Bucks, I think, will be fighting to win that division. I guess you could say the Falcons, too, but... Honestly, the Panthers had a chance to maybe win this division, and I don't think they're going to get it. I think this might just be a development year for Bryce Young when he comes back from injury. So, not too much to say about this game, honestly. I'll keep it short. But Seahawks are finding their groove, and the Panthers, honestly, in terms of legitimate hopes this season, I don't think the Panthers have any. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I totally agree. You know who also doesn't have any hopes? Bring it. <laughs> Chicago Bears. <laughs> I think that uh, the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship is going to be much more longer than until <sighs> the Bears get their next one. 
<laughs> done with Trust that. me. I know. I am too. I'm getting sick of it. I, I'm so done with the Taylor Swift, hey, Travis no. Kelly. Kudos. Okay. Okay. Kudos for them. Congratulations on getting in a relationship. Kudos to them. But like, come on. Let's focus on football here. Swifties, y'all can focus on that. I don't care. But like NFL, like, come on. But the only yeah. reason they're doing it is because they're getting so much views. Uh, his like jersey yeah. went up by four hundred percent. His followers went up more than after the Super Bowl. Dude, it's insane. The Taylor Swift effect yeah. is, is insane, and it's great for the sport. It really, really is. Uh, okay. I just wish it was for the Chicago Bears because the Chicago Bears stunk. They only scored ten points this whole game. Y'all said it's your year. We said this time and time again. Y'all said it was your year. I'm not saying y'all are gonna go nine and eight. I had you eight, eight and one, but like seven wins was like the maximum. They haven't won a game in almost a month. October twenty fourth, twenty twenty two was the last time they won a game. It's been a whole year. They haven't won a game yet. Justin Fields is absolutely horrible. Eleven for twenty two, ninety nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. That one interception was kind of bad. It wasn't really mainly his fault, but it got tipped, and that's why it got interception. Justin Fields was your lead rushing. Surprise, surprise. 11 carries, 47 yards. DJ Moore finally actually did something. Three receptions, 41 yards, one touchdown. And then Mahomes was Mahomes, 24 for 33. 272 yards, three touchdowns. Pachanko, 15 carries, 62 yards, one touchdown. Travis Kelsey, seven receptions, 69 yards with Taylor Swift in the house. Nice. 69 yards, one touchdown. Um. (laughs) But uh, yeah, the Chiefs proved that they're still the Chiefs. Um, the Bears still prove they're the Bears. I think they are the worst team in football. Y'all should have never trade away that draft pick. You probably y'all probably should have got Bryce Young, or you could get mm-hmm. Caleb Williams this year. But something needs to happen. Your defensive coordinator resigned. Your offense looks like absolute crap. Kind of like the Steelers' offense, so predictable. You do a run, run, and a screen pass, and then you punt the ball. Justin Fields could not get anything going. And Justin Fields hasn't looked great. He hasn't looked like the comeback player of the year. He should be. Well, he wouldn't be the comeback player of the year. But you get my point. He hasn't looked like the player he should be for being that high of a draft pick. So, I don't know what's the deal with Chicago. I really don't. Y'all need to figure something out. But, honestly, y'all could get a win next week. You're truly good. I picked the Chiefs. And then I also picked the Seahawks as well. But yeah, the Chiefs, easy win for them. Uh, shout out to Chiefs Kingdom because they're getting a lot of love right now. And that's the final thing I'm going to say about all of this. Oh, man. Uh, okay, a couple quick things before I dive into this game. Uh, the reason why I hate the Taylor Swift stuff is because of one thing. So I'm working after we recorded and I exported and I edited and all that. So I'm working on an assignment. I'm sitting in my bed. And I have Sports Center on in the background. That's and so, <laughs> okay, there's Ryan Clark and some other guy. I forget his name. Every 20 seconds, there was a Taylor Swift reference that they were doing. It was this like, is all dad jokes. Yeah. Okay. It so, was. So look what you made me do. Uh, Travis Kelsey shook it off. Like they were going on and on. With Taylor Swift oh, references, I, I was I losing it. my mind. I was losing my mind. I, and then yeah. oh, I, 
that segment alone made me hate the Taylor Swift stuff. That hey, alone did. But you have to respect. Bro took a shot, and bro got it good. He did. He did. I mean, you have to, you have to admit that, and it is great for the sport. Um, but like yeah. the one thing I saw is that like Jacob Master kind of crashed the other day because the Chiefs played the Jets in MetLife. So everyone thinks, oh, she's going to show up. But I truly don't think she's going to go to any more games this year. The only reason I say that – no, no. The only reason I say that is, did you see the security outside her room, outside his suite? It was insane. We'll just just keep doing that. Yeah, but I I think since she – she gets. I know, but I'm saying – I know, but I'm saying since she made an appearance, she might not make another one unless if it's the Super Bowl. Because everyone – like – well, like, think about it. How much money does it cost to go to the Super Bowl? You know? Nothing. Not your her. average. But, I mean, for the NFL, she goes. It's going to be great. But also, like, think about it this way. Me and my one friend had a great conversation about this. And this would truly be the last thing we talk about this. Um, Think about you go to a concert, right? A Taylor Swift concert, Jonas Brothers concert, a Lana Del Rey concert. I'm just trying to think of more, like, concerts that you and I personally want to go to, right? And imagine there was an intermission of football. They played a game of football on the field. Okay. Would you be mad that someone stole your ticket to go watch a football game? You know? So, like, think about it. People are trying to buy tickets to go see Taylor Swift set up in a box and Peter on heaven. Do you, do you get my point? No, no. Do you see my point? I don't want, like, I don't, like, <laughs> Wouldn't you be mad if someone stole your ticket to go to a game to go see Taylor Swift? Oh yeah, in I a guess. box. That's yeah. my point. So like, yeah. think about going to a concert or watch a football game when you really don't care about the concert. That's my point. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I don't yeah. care. Love them both. Congratulations uh, to both of you. But let's talk about football, John. Tell me about yeah. the Chicago okay. Bears. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I just want to get away from the Chiefs. They played good. Good week for the Chiefs. Um. Okay, the Bears. The Bears. I don't even want to talk about the Chiefs because their whole team is just a big distraction right now. It is. Um, um, okay, the Bears. First off, you mentioned Caleb Caleb Williams. Um, I don't want him to go to the Bears because the Bears have messed up their past two quarterbacks that they have drafted. Mitch Trubisky and Justin Fields, they have messed up both of them. So I don't want Caleb Williams to go to the Bears. The Bears messed up. Yes. Please don't say that every time. <laughs> uh, okay, Justin Fields did not have a good game. He had a very bad game. 11 for 22, one touchdown, one pick. And he kind of ran a little bit. Uh, Justin Fields. I mean, I think... I mean, they tried at least to get him a new weapon. And he used him a little bit more in DJ Moore. But everything has just gone wrong for this team. I mean, here's the thing you have to think about the Bears. Last season. The Bears. Yes. The Bears. Last okay, season, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Last season, they were the worst team in football. Let's remember that. They technically had the number one overall pick, and they traded it for more picks in DJ Moore. So just remember less well, about the picks, but this was the worst team in football. When you look at their defense, and their offense, even with fields. And I think this offense has just gone worse. I mean, the electric Justin Fields that we saw, while he made mistakes last season, he was still electric and he would make plays. 
primarily with his feet. We have not seen much of that. And I feel like it's just been a regression, honestly. And it's sad to see. It really is. I really think he's losing confidence just seeing some of these interviews, too. And honestly, even with a guy like Zach Wilson, uh, these were two quarterbacks in their third year. Um, I think... Yeah, you got some? Yeah, not to cut you off. I saw a TikTok. uh, Connor Burns on TikTok pointed this out. It was really interesting. They did their whole process backwards. They drafted a quarterback. Then they went out and got a general manager with Ryan Poles. And then they got a vice president or the president or something. I forget what it was. But they did everything backwards. You know, normally you get the president, then you get the general manager, then you get the quarterback. And it makes you think, would they, if they did it the right way, would this be a so much better scenario? You know, just something to think about. Yeah, uh, I agree with you completely. And that's why I would be not surprised if they move on from Justin Fields after the season. I really do think a guy like him and a guy like Zach Wilson need new they, scenery. Both wasted talent. Yeah, because Justin Fields, I loved him coming out of college. Honestly, Justin Fields would have excelled as the 49ers quarterback. I Going back to that draft... I wanted the 49ers to draft Justin Fields with the third overall pick. I thought it would have been a perfect match with his legs and his arm ability. I thought Fields to the 49ers would have been perfect. Um, and you see now what happened. Uh, Trey Lance failed there. And if... honestly, when you look at that draft, uh, Trey Lance failed, technically. Uh, Justin Fields is failing. And Zach Wilson is failing. Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones are the only ones that they're both average right now. Yeah. I, uh, that whole the other, QB draft. The other thing Plus. I was going to say, this is the last thing I promise because I've said last thing about this whole topic for 20 minutes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was passed by the bears to get Mr. Risky. He was. Do you think if Patrick Mahomes went to the bears, he wouldn't be the same player that he is right now? Honestly, that's a great point. And I was thinking about this the other day. If Patrick Mahomes was on the Bears, I don't think the he Bears. would be in the GOAT. Yes. I, I don't think he would be in the GOAT conversation right now. I don't think yeah. he would have as much as the success because I do think development matters and being on the right team matters. Mahomes got the city here behind Alex Smith. He has Andy Reid as his head coach. Uh, he had Eric Bieniemy as his coordinator. And he had Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. He had a lot to help him with. So if he was on the Bears, I do think that he would not be the same quarterback. And then you even look at Mitch Trubisky. If he was with the Chiefs, I don't think he would be Mahomes' level. But I do think Mitch Trubisky could have easily been a starting quarterback if he was drafted by the Chiefs. I believe that. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Final game. Uh, we talked about the bears and the chiefs for a while we did for, uh, reasons sorry yes. about that um but final game cowboys cardinals and i think this is probably the most shocking game out of every single game played this week besides the dolphin shop and seven uh 50 points on the broncos but if you told me <laughs> that at the beginning of the week that the dolphins would beat the crap out of the cardinals i would believe you no, not the cardinals the bron uh Dolphins beat the crap out of the Broncos. I would have been like, yeah, I can see it. But if you told me the Cardinals were going to beat the Cowboys, I'd be like, what the heck happened? And truly, what the heck happened? Cardinals 
uh, beating Arizona, Arizona beat Dallas 28 to 16. Dak went 25 for 40, 249 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Pollard, 23 carries, 122 yards. Michael Gallup, uh, six receptions, 92 yards. Dobbs had a great game, six, 17 for 21, 189 yards, just one touchdown. James Conner reminds me of James Conner. 14 carries, 98 yards, one touchdown. And then I heard that. <laughs> Michael Wilson, two receptions, 86 yards. Uh, this Cardinals team played great. Uh, the Cowboys team did not. Their defense played absolutely horrible for the Cowboys. Um, and I think that's why they were basically in it as sometimes at some point because the Cardinals are the Cardinals. But that defense blew it. And at begin first two games where I said, oh, yeah, Trey Lance is going to start at some point. <laughs> I was like, great. I made like this completely out of the water pick, you know. I'm not saying that I'm wrong or that I'm right, but I'm just saying that didn't look that good this time. Just saying. Joshua Dobbs beat you. The science engineer person. I can't even think what he is. Do you know what he is? <laughs> I could that, not tell you. That that used to be a big story. And he didn't have his own jersey. Now Bro has his own jersey. Maybe that's why he played so good. Or like we heard and we everyone wants a Joshua Dobbs jersey. I might get a Joshua Dobbs jersey. <laughs> but anyways, uh yeah, Dak and the boys, you're not looking like them boys. You're on your constant repeat. You lose to a bad team, and then you're like, it's our year. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Lance. I don't know, man. I really do sorry, think Lance. that – I really do think Trey Lance will start at some point this year. I truly, wow. truly do believe it. Uh, anyways, John, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm going to keep my thoughts brief because I kind of want to get into the predictions for next week. But first off – I'm very happy to see Josh Dobbs and James Conner do well. Both former Steelers. Josh Dobbs never really had a starting chance for the Steelers. But I am very happy to see him finally get an opportunity here. He's been passed around a good amount since leaving the Steelers. So I'm very happy to see this for Josh Dobbs. Um, very good game from him. Very good season from him to start. He's been doing very well. So I'm very happy to see that. And James Conner is looking like one of the better running backs in the league right now. And I'm very happy to see that. Uh, he's a great person. Uh, he did a lot of good stuff for the Steelers. I loved his story and everything. So I'm very happy to see James Conner thrive and Josh Dobbs getting a good opportunity here. So the Cardinals being one and two, they're actually, we said this, that they would be the worst team in football. That was my prediction. Uh, I was not impressed with Jonathan Gannon as the head coach that they picked. And I have been slightly proven wrong. I will admit when I have been proven wrong. Uh, this Cardinals team has impressed me. And I guess I do have to give praise to Jonathan Gannon. Uh, he is coaching them well right now, except that game against the Giants. I will say that that was a bad game to blow. And that's kind of the Cardinals that we will see at times. But... I have been impressed with the Cardinals. I think they are overperforming right now. So, shout out to them. They're one and two. I don't expect much. They also have the Texans' first round pick in the draft. But the Texans have also been playing decent, too. So, some teams are surprising me overall. But the Cowboys, first off, their defense and fantasy. I am so mad. I've been praising them every single week. 
and then this happened. They went from having 34 points to minus two points. I don't know how it happens, but it did happen. Uh, the offense has to be more consistent, and Dak has to be more consistent, too. They did good with Pollard, but the offense has to be more consistent. Uh, even just looking at their offense, CD Lamb, only four catches is unacceptable. They're not getting Brandon Cooks involved, too. So they really got to figure out the offense. Mike McCarthy has to do better calling plays. But the Dallas defense just just did not look normal for them. It really didn't look normal. They are missing Trayvon Diggs. That is something to mention. But Micah Parsons had a sack still. But I think this showed right here that the Cowboys are beatable. And do not get on the hype train. Even Jordan said it last week's episode. It all means nothing because they're just going to lose in the playoffs anyway. And honestly, I think this game told a lot. And the Cowboys uh, might be another repeat type of season. I am not going to lie. But that's going to do it for week three. We will now get into week four predictions. This will be rapid fire. Uh, Hopefully these will be done quickly. Just Carlin and I going back and forth. So. We will go through through all the picks, uh, give our predictions very quick, but without further ado, let's get started. Okay, Thursday night football, the Detroit Lions versus Green Bay Packers. Very fun matchup. We've kind of teased it earlier in the episode, but Lions, very good team, 2-1. and one. The Packers, 2-1. and one. This game is in Green Bay. Carlin, who do you got? Lions. You're gonna take the Lions. I saw that. I yeah. see that face. You taking the, the Lions. Lions? I'm taking Lions. Yeah, Lions. No, no explanation really needed. They just beat them last year. So we'll see what happens. And you don't have a lot of weapons. Still don't have Chris Watson. Still don't have your running back, which I hear Alexander. So give me the Lions. Yeah, it's not confirmed if Christian Watson will be back or not. But I'm still taking the Lions anyway, just because they beat Green Bay in Green Bay last season, and I see it happening again. I like the Lions. Next I just matchup, moved uh, Sam Laporte into my fantasy starting, too. <laughs> so. True, as well. I did as well. I will say that. Um, next matchup, Steelers, 2-1 uh, and one right now. Two straight wins versus the Texans, who just beat the Jaguars. This game is in Houston, and this could be more competitive than what people think. Carlin, who do you got? Steelers, just because of our defense. I like it. Offensive I line do. isn't that great. So I think the rushers are going to rush around and just make shot run for his life the whole time. Yeah, I like it. I'm also taking the Steelers. I think they will finally make CJ Stroud show his rookie mistakes, but do not underestimate the Texans. While I am picking the Steelers, I would, be, I would not be surprised if the Texans won this game because they have been playing great football right now. We also so, like to play horrible against horrible teams. I'm not saying the Texans are horrible, I'm just saying. Yeah, agreed. All right, next game. This is in the early morning for us U.S. people. Uh, The Falcons versus Jaguars. Uh, The Jaguars are in a slump right now. The Falcons had good momentum, but they kind of fell back down to earth. So, Carlin, who do you got in this matchup? Uh, and okay, what's the re- Jags record in the UK? Say they won four and they lost five in the United Kingdom. Um, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I think this will be okay. a very low scoring game, but I'm gonna go with Atlanta. 
I'm gonna go Jacksonville. I went to in this game. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jacksonville in this game. Uh, I do think there is a good chance for Jacksonville to have a rebound game, and I do think if they can stop the Falcons' run game, they can make it very tough on Desmond Ritter. So I'm gonna take the Jaguars. I'll differ from you. All right, next game. This is arguably the best game of the week. I would say the Dolphins are traveling to Buffalo right now to take Ooh. on the Bills. This should be very exciting. This is in Buffalo. So, Carlin, who do you got in this matchup? I'm going to go with Miami. I think Miami's going to move on to a nice solid 4-0. I think it's going to be the battle of the offenses, though. Truly, I think it's going to be like another Chargers game. But Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs aren't going to be coverable. But I think Tua's going to walk away with the win here. I'm gonna take the Dolphins too. Uh this could be good. this could go either way. Honestly, last season, I think it was week three or week four when they played the Dolphins won barely. But Jalen Waddle should be back as well. So I got the Dolphins. Uh oh my god. Next game. This is also actually no, this is game of the week. This is game of the week. The Denver Broncos are going to Chicago to play the Bears. This game is going to be special. I'm not going to lie. But Carlin, who do you got winning it? See, think about it this way. Well, the Bears actually have a good offense this week. Seriously, no, ser- seriously, consider it because the Broncos have a horrible defense. So will the yeah. Bears, imagine this game is 50 to 50. <laughs> yeah. But it's not going to be. It's going to be a very low scoring game, I have a feeling. But Russ is going to cook and Russ is going to get his first win of the year. So give me Denver. Yeah, I'm done I'm picking the Bears. Take I'm done Denver picking the Bears. Too. What did you say? I'm done picking the Bears. Yeah, um, I would not pick the Bears here, but I do think you bring up a good point. This could be an offensive shootout, and I think it will be because I think both these defenses are absolutely terrible. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos because I've actually liked what I've seen with the Broncos' offense. These past couple weeks, I think it's been good enough. So I'm taking the Broncos, but this game will be very fun. I will say that. Next game, divisional matchup, the Baltimore Ravens versus Cleveland Browns. Two, two and one teams right now. Uh, Carlin, who do you got for this one? Taking the Ravens. I don't think Cleveland's going to be able to win without a Nick Chubb. Um, but I could see it going, honestly, either way. It's a divisional matchup. Um, Cleveland did stomp Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's been whack off the rails. But I think Baltimore's going to get the job done on the road. Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore, too. I think this game could easily go either way. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be shocked if Cleveland won. But I'm going to take Baltimore. Uh, I like Lamar Jackson right now. You mentioned Nick Chubb. I think it's a big loss for the offense and they might struggle throwing the ball this game. So I'm going to take the Ravens. I like them in this one. Next matchup, the Vikings. Owen. This is another Owen three versus Owen three matchup. The Vikings against the Carolina Panthers. And another Owen three matchup here. Harlan, who finally gets a win. The Vikings. The Vikings are finally going to get a win. Uh, without, uh, uh, what's his name, Bryce Young, I don't think they're going to win. Unless Bryce Young does play, but Bryce Young hasn't proved that he can win a game yet. 
um, just because they've lost. But I think the Vikings have a much better offense. Defense-wise, not really. But I think the Vikings are going to get stuff done in Carolina. They're hungry for that win. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings, too. Uh, I like their offense a lot, and I think this is a game where their offense can just dominate despite how the defense does. And Carolina has not been impressive enough. And I just think this Vikings offense will win the game. But next matchup, the L.A. Rams, who started off hot, but now have two straight losses, go to Indianapolis to play the Colts, who it could be Anthony Richardson or it could be Gardner Minshew. Big thing to think about right there. But Carlin, who do you got in this matchup? Rams, Puka Nakua is going to get the ball. Cup's not going to be back yet, but Stafford's going to sling it. Uh, Higby, they just have a better offense. Uh, and if Richardson still plays, I still think the Rams are going to do it just because, yeah, I see the Rams winning this. And they have a great defense. Aaron Donald's going to make uh, – hi, dog. Aaron Donald's going to make um, Anthony Richardson run for his life. Yeah, I'm going to actually differ from you. I'm going to take the Colts here. Uh, this could go either way, too. This was a hard one for me to pick. It's in Indianapolis as well. I've liked what I've seen from the Colts. They've been very competitive. They did a good job of stopping Lamar Jackson in that defense for the most part. So I do like the Colts. I think this will be very close. This could be a very fun game, but give me the Colts. Next matchup, another divisional matchup here. Big one, actually. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Going to New Orleans to play the Saints. Two, two and one teams right now. But Carlin, who do you got? You got Tampa Bay. Uh, without Derek Carr, I think it's going to be hard, but you're going to get Alvin Kamara back. Um, that offense for New Orleans looked great, but that defense for Tampa Bay is really good. Without a Derek Carr, I don't think it's going to be as good. So, yeah, give me Tampa Bay to win this game. I'm going to take the Saints. And for one reason, first off, this will be a Jameis Winston revenge game against the Bucks. And I do like the Saints defense. I really do like the Saints defense, and I think they're going to make it uh, very challenging for the Buccaneers. I'm not going to lie. So I'm going to take the Saints for this one. Next matchup, Commanders versus Eagles. Now, the only thing that's interesting with this matchup is last season, the Commanders broke the Eagles winning streak last year. And the Eagles haven't been as good to start this season. Not as good. So this matchup, divisional rivalry, it could go either way. But Carlin, who do you got? It's going to go the Eagles way, though, just because the Commanders offense just hasn't looked solid. They almost made the playoffs last year, and they're not going to make it this year. The Eagles defense is still killer. Uh, I think uh, Sam Howe is going to throw multiple interceptions or multiple Miss passes to give me the Eagles to win this game, especially with that quarterback sneak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to hear about, that, about that? Listen to it last week, last night's yeah, week. Yeah. So. yeah, we went into it. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles too. I like the Eagles in this matchup, and I just don't think the Commanders have it. It's going to be tough for them, but don't be surprised. All right, we got about six more matchups. Carlin and I's connection is very bad right now, so I we are going to plow through this quickly. Uh, Bengals versus Titans. Uh, the Bengals are one and two. They finally got their first win. The Titans 
are also one and two. Both teams need to find some momentum. So, Carlin, who wins this? Bengals in a dog fight. For sure. Bengals. All right. I got the Bengals as well. I like them. And hopefully Joe Burrow can continue to heal up. But this Titans team, I think, on offense is going to struggle. And that's where it's going to tie to the Bengals' favor. Next matchup. Divisional matchup right here. Raiders versus Chargers. This one could be very fun. I'm not going to lie. With both teams' ability to blow games, we talked a lot about Josh McDaniels in the Steelers-Raiders episode. So Raiders got flaws. Chargers also got flaws. But both teams have a win. Carlin, who gets the second win of their season? The Chargers. Chargers are just a better team all around. The Raiders' defense isn't that great. They're more mediocre. They made the Steelers' offense look spectacular. <laughs> you just uh, call Mad Max. Well, That's all you got. <laughs> I'm going to take the Chargers, too. I like Justin Herbert. Hopefully Eckler's back, too. That would be huge for the running game. Josh Kelly has been utterly terrible. So I'm taking Chargers. All right. Patriots versus Cowboys. I bet I know who Jordan would take. But... This who you could taking? be the battle. Who am I taking? Who are you taking? Yeah. I'm I taking the Cowboys. First. I'm taking the Cowboys because I like their defense and I think their offense can do enough. But I like the Patriots defense. Taking the Patriots? Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots. Patriots and a stunner. For sure. Uh, moving on. Cardinals versus 49ers. Uh, San Fran's been unstoppable, but the Cardinals just got a victory against the Cowboys. So, Carlin, do the Cardinals get a second one? No, no way. Niners. No way, especially in Santa Clara. There's no way this is happening. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking the 49ers as well. I would be very surprised if the Cardinals make this a close game. All right. Sunday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Aaron Rodgers-less Jets. I think this should be an easy prediction. I'll say mine first. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs. If I, saw, I thought you were going to say the Jets, dude. <laughs> I, I seriously. But, okay, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. But do you think this will be a close game? I do think it could be a low-scoring game because I do like the Jets' defense. I will say that. But I just think the Jets' offense will do nothing. The Jet, if the Jets get the running game, this could be a really close game. But I, if they don't, and I don't think they will, it's going to be the Patriots by a landslide. Did you just say the Patriots? Yes, the Patriots. Because the Patriots oh. and the Chiefs own the Jets. So give me the Chiefs. Uh, okay. Okay, final game. Monday Night Football. Why is this primetime? I don't know. Uh, Seahawks versus Giants. Yay. Uh, Seahawks are 2-1. and one, Giants are 1-2. and two. Hey, don't uh, give the Carlin. Seahawks the yay. Seahawks are a good team to watch in primetime. The Giants good. are not going to yeah. be a good team to watch in primetime. Because the Giants are losing this game in MetLife. I think the Giants are going to need to figure a lot out with you no know, Saquon Barkley. You just signed Daniel Jones. I don't think Daniel Jones is worth that money. So give me Seattle to win this game. Okay. I'm going to take Seattle as well. I will never bet against Geno Smith. 
going forward. I love him so much. WVU got to represent. But I like Seattle Giants have been very bad this season. They really have been. They honestly should be 0-3. I am not going to lie. This team has just been very mid, I would say. But that's going to do it for us. I'm going to wrap this up quickly because Riverside is holding on by a thread right now, the thing we record on. So I'm just going to wrap this up quickly. So thank you all for listening to us through this pretty long episode, but we love doing it. Our next episode will be on Thursday talking about fantasy football, the studs and duds, as well as the guys who you should pick up on waivers if you haven't already. But stay tuned for that on Thursday. On Friday will be our college football episode. It will probably be me, Carlin, and somebody else as well. We won't confirm that. And there might be somebody else on Wednesday or on Thursday's episode as well. So stay tuned. And there will most likely be a collab episode with me and somebody else. I will keep that a secret until it happens. But that will be another extra episode dropping. And we will give you more news on our new episode probably by Friday's episodes, we will drop more news about our newest episodes. So, yeah. so stay tuned for that, but those will be our upcoming episodes. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter slash X, TikTok, and Facebook. We're constantly posting on those. Uh, on Tuesday, I posted waiver wire pickups for fantasy football on Instagram and X. So make sure you follow those, but you can find all those links in the podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on uh, Apple podcasts or overcast, go to the podcast website, click the link in bio there. But other than that, we got a fun slate coming up. So definitely stay tuned with Carlin Jacob. I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on inside the dome.